The universe is trying to communicate with you, you piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> is that the universe cursing at me or is that you? Well, it's it's a little bit of both. The universe has communicated with me to communicate with you that you're a piece of shit and you need to listen up. That's like Morgan Freeman asking Kevin Spacey in seven. You seem to get some enjoyment, don't you, out of this? And he's like, well, I'm just an instrument for God's will. Or, yeah, well, yes, the character in this movie gets enjoyment out of it, but not as much as the actor who plays it. Absolutely. You do what you love. Do you believe that life is trying to give you, like me with the with the numbers, I have become a, a psychopath when it comes to numbers because I think the universe is trying to communicate with me. It's like Jim Carrey in 23. That's exactly right, but mm -hmm. with more murder. And uh, worse skin. I never saw... I never saw 23. What was it? Was Neither did I. I just know he had gray skin in the movie. I saw, I saw the sequel. Uh, so. 24. Yeah. So it had Kiefer Sutherland in it. So. All right. You brought it back a little bit. I feel like the universe is trying to communicate with me through metaphor. And I'm going to give you some examples. And you tell me if you agree with me. If I'm if I'm reading the tea leaves correctly, as it were. You sound like a kook. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, are you talking about here or definitely. just whenever I talk? We haven't done it definitely in a while. I know, because I hated it. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> I have a desk upstairs on my patio. Are you familiar with this desk? Yeah, it's like your barricade for your patio. It you is. like ram it up against the door. It is. Sometimes. It is. It, just in case, you know, World War Z ever goes down, I'll be fine on that patio for an extra six minutes. <laughs> so I don't think that we've communicated to the audience recently that our time here in the Menendez Mansion is running out. Oh, I, I didn't realize we were sharing that with the public. I was considering whether or not we were going to, but is it going to be a big part of our life, Tyler? Are we going to lie to the people? I do it all the time. Sure. Okay. Well, we're not going to stick with that model because it doesn't seem to be working. Yeah, me. that's fair. So getting back to this desk upstairs, okay, and uh, life metaphors. This has been happening. I don't know if you can hear that or not, but the screws are falling out of that desk one at a time because it is not an outdoor outdoor desk like grains of an hourglass letting me know this is all coming to an end soon yeah it's um wow they are rusted and they are rusted, yeah, aren't they? yeah absolutely that is not an outdoor desk can i interest you in a tarp of some sort maybe go screw yourself or is it too late uh have you tried screwing them back in i actually am going to do that but i wanted to make this joke first Number two, Tyler. I could have just bought you some screws. To no, do thank this. you. Okay. I hope that the microphones picked up that clackety clack clack. <laughs> Miami being unaware. We talk about it all the time that Miami is a place where people are not using it. They're a, a bit myopic, Tyler. Yeah, agreed. Okay. How about this? He's he's reaching for something. He's he, oh, that wow, that's, the, <laughs> that's a lot of napkins. That is the stack of napkins that Miami has jammed into our undercarriage every time that we have ordered to-go food. When we order to-go food, I can't throw away the napkins because I feel like I'm wasting. Yeah. So I yeah, put yeah, them yeah. in a drawer. Yeah. This is them. Yeah. I mean, that is so many napkins. Have they heard about the Amazon? No, they don't care, It's got man. great prices, Tyler. They don't care. And I mean, it's just incredible. And finally, so will you agree with me that this is the universe being like, hey, pay attention to what's going on around you, literally? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Or it could just mean you're falling apart at the seams. You're a dumb idiot. Okay, so tell me, finally, Tyler, now that we're on the same wavelength, now that you and I are doing great figure uh, decoding the universe's mysteries, as it were. Absolutely. Ancient aliens and whatnot. Yes. What does this symbol mean? He's reaching for something again. Oh, what the what is that, Tyler? 
It's underwear. Right. Yeah. Right. But oh, there's a tear. Oh, I, I mean, how did you tear your underwear? It's terrible. Look, there's holes in where the butthole would be. Okay. Well, that's just a good time in my right. opinion. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. This is just like a keepsake of a family vacation. Absolutely. In case you need to keep one finger warm. But what, what do you think that the universe is trying to tell me here, Tyler? Uh, that you wear underwear on your head pretty <laughs> well, actually. I'm just saying that 2020 is trying to reach out and communicate with us, and it is our job to decipher it, Tyler. It tells you that that's not how you wear underwear, and that's the reason why all your underwear is ripping, Ryan. When it comes to getting your brother to explore your junk drawers, my name is Ryan. My name is Tyler? That is an agreement. And we are those guys you hate. my Haitians, and welcome to the show that wants to rebrand jacking off as beef jerkies. To my left, the man who thinks anxiety is just conspiracy theories about yourself, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, H-Y-B-B. I have already complimented you on the conspiracy theories about yourself thing. I'm not doing it again. I appreciate that. Absolutely. I stole um, both of those from the internet, so the compliments don't really help me out at all. Why are you being honest with them? They're stupid. They don't know. I made both of those up. <laughs> Whoa, so talented. On today's show, man, the most dangerous game? Maybe. <laughs> and later on today's show, I am going to be doing a segment that's going to make you say, what the fuck? What the fuck? What Are the you fuck? serious? Yep. You know, what Tyler, the fuck's coming it's back? been so long. What the fuck? Where has been what the fuck? Uh, I just needed a reason to rant. And as a matter of fact, we have not done, uh, we have not talked about this in any way. Ryan did not know what the fuck was coming. I and didn't. my what the fuck is going to be based upon something you've already uh, spoken about. Wow. So it's going to be exciting. I've spoken on a lot, so that doesn't really narrow anything down. Tyler, We've got a packed show today. We've got to keep it moving. Session 47. I forgot to look up interesting things on session 47. Mm -hmm. Just thought of that now. Um, let me get into this very quickly so we can move forward. I went to the beach yesterday. Yes. I went to the beach yesterday. A couple of my friends were in a volleyball contest. Uh, is that a contest? Tr uh, tournament. Wait, a volleyball thingy. So I went over there. Nailed it. I wore a hat. Okay. Okay. I ended up playing volleyball for a little bit in said hat, came home, got, you know, cleaned up, went out. In right? the hat. I sweat so much in that hat mm -hmm. that on the way home, it was disgusting. Yeah. It was like white, right? It, well, it just smelled bad. Mm -hmm. It noticeably smelled bad. I'm embarrassed saying this on air, but it's true. Okay. I'm really gross. The problem is, Tyler, couldn't stop smelling it. <laughs> What's the deal with that, man? What's the deal with that? When something smells really bad, and you're like, oh, that, oh, that is, did that come out of me? Oh, that did come out of me. Like my son. I, <laughs> I um, mm, yeah. there's just so many red flags in yeah. all those sentences. You don't know what I'm talking about last I night? I know exactly what you're talking about. I just, especially when you threw your son into there, yeah. I don't want any part of that. I totally understand. Um, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing that when we were on vacation that one time, we ordered a, a white Russian and they brought the drink, which brings milk, and it was rotten milk sour, it was yeah. sour milk and and everybody just passed the drink around oh man talk about pre-rona times we huh? were we were like oh this is disgusting try it try oh, this. you're right it is disgusting tyler take a sip of this wait, wait wait let me try that one more time and just to explain to you how disgusting it was let's do the depression index mm. 
No one cares, you don't know what to do. The what the depression index is, is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly and we cranked it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, how are you this week, bro? I am good, Ryan. Um, that's a lie. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. I'm, I'm all right. Um, that's a lie. I'm terrible. I'm just, I'm hanging by a thread, Ryan. Um, for this session 47, bleep passive aggressive Anthony, I'm gonna talk about being kind to yourself. Okay. Take it from a guy who has spent the almost entirety of his life belittling himself. I know how hard this can be. Catching yourself as you're doing it is also unbelievably challenging. So please remember to be patient with yourself and uh, thankfully being kind to yourself and being patient with yourself go hand in hand. Well, and I think that you, you'll then start being patient with other people because the way you treat other people is how you treat yourself. Absolutely. It's just so hard to recognize it in the moment. That's what I'm saying. It's it, a very challenging thing to be self-aware in the moment. Your habit is to go to that and to pull yourself out of that is so hard. And I'm in the middle of that right now. It kind of feeds into what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm with you on that. That's yeah, very, I, very tough. I mean, being like walking away from a conversation and being able to acknowledge, man, I was the jerk or I was the angry one in that, in that conversation is difficult enough. Doing that exact thing in the moment yeah. is a very challenging thing to do. Well, I actually, go ahead and spin yours because I'm going to use yours to, to pull Volt into mine. This week, I am at an eight. Spin it up, come on! Disgusting! I love it so much. Does anybody uh, else have a boner? Rub my nub for Does me. It, yes, I will. Yes, nub. I will. Here's where I am in that situation because what you're describing, I have been doing for a couple of years. Where I am in that process is I am recognizing it in the middle of conversations. I am recognizing. Last night I went out to a club. Okay, I thought you said you were at the beach. Uh, that was during the day. Caught him in a lie, ladies and gentlemen. We got him. Oh my God, this like date line. Oh no, oh, this is terrible. So I went to a club last night and I am in the middle of breaking those habits as they're happening. Now the problem is because my brain's not used to it, I'm fucking awkward as shit because it's I, I'm I'm computing things as we're talking. And well, you're, you're rubbing like, against the grain, dude. Are you okay yeah. right now? Yeah. And I'm like, I am a standard human. Yeah. Uh, so all I'm gonna say is this: This is what I have written down. Being cured is not something that happens to you. It's something that you are currently doing. Last night, when I'm feeling all these things, I swear to you, and I know how sad this sounds. I was doing breathing exercises in the middle of the club. Uh, you know, drinking Bacardi as though it were the day I was born because I just want to fight through this and it's been terrible and it's been hard and it's hopefully going to be rewarding. I bet you there is a lot of people that breathe through anxiety in the club without realizing that they're doing breathing exercises. I think there's a lot of people who are just given to the anxiety in the club and just drink more. Oh, yeah, whatever. What, yeah. what did I say? Same thing. Okay. I'm at a, I'm actually, it's been a weird week. I'm at like a, a five. Oh, yeah. Yay! Yeah. Ow! Awareness is for pussies, Tyler. Is, is this what it looks like? Because that's fantastic. What, bone? Yes, it's exactly ah, what it looks it. like. Tyler, I mean, we are, this show is loaded up like a, a like a potato, Tyler. A baked potato. This thing is loaded up like a DVDA porn, Tyler. But before we move forward, oh, I have envelope. written on this piece of paper, 
the world's hardest tongue twister, Tyler. Oh, wow. And I would love for you to give it a shot. Now, it's oh, no wow. red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Whoa. But I am interested in hearing you give it a go. Yeah, all but right. you, you know that I tumble and tangle my words all the time anyway. Doesn't even have to be a tongue twister. I didn't even, exactly, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And I didn't even do my, hold on, I got to do my tongue warm up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah. That's enough tongue warm ups. <laughs> I'm almost there. All right, read it out. Oh, God, that's a lot of S's. Stop looking at it and read it. The sixth, sick, sheik's sixth, sheep's sick. I got You did that better than I had anticipated. Thank you. All right, now speed it up. Uh, oh, boy. All right. The sixth, sick, sheik's sixth, sheep's sick. I got to tell you. Oh, that is tough. I got to tell you, Tyler, you did incredible with that. Thank I, you. I wanted to just bury you on that, and I <laughs> I don't, I'm impressed. Let's Let me hear you do it. Hold on, you do the it. The sixth, sick, six. Because I'm really trying to get after it. The sixth sick. Nope, I can't do it. Yeah, Let's see what we can reveal. Okay, I think 30 seconds of straight dribble is enough. See, this is the issue, Tyler. I put so much production into the show, and you just come in here and you shit all over it. How'd you get the dribble to sing? You know, if you don't give him food, he'll do whatever you want. Right. I got to go first because you have less than me. Okay. Tyler, last week you said, oh, crap. What? I forgot to put in new uh, yes or no. Oh, no. I think sounds. we're just going to have to suffer this week. Tyler, last week you said that bananas ripen faster because of an enzyme. Were you incredibly wrong? Oh, was I? That is not correct. Oh. You were actually right. Was that a double negative that you just did to me? Shut up. <laughs> ethylene gas is an enzyme creates ethylene gas. It, it ripens the bananas and mm -hmm. fruits around it. Yep. So if you want to, you know, um, ripen an avocado, throw it in a paper bag with a banana, ethylene's going to do your thing. But I also looked up from the kitchen.com minus the E in kitchen, I guess, if I have to specify that. Kitchen. Kitchen. Uh, God bless you. After running a few experiments, they found that there wasn't much of a difference between bunches and separating. Just letting you know. And they even wrapped. You said uh, much of a difference. So Actually, they a... found that the bunches held up better. Now, you can decide whether or not you like their science or not. Ryan, what do scientists know? Science? And what is that? Other the... than dark magic that we don't understand? Really impressive opinions, Tyler. That's fair. Ryan, last week, I flippantly threw out that there was a baseball player who would not only have sex between innings, but would point to women in the stands he'd want to have sex with. Was I right? I, I would imagine you can find more than one. Now, I got to start off by saying I don't know anything about baseball. This person's name is the first I'd ever heard of it. Um, Daryl Strawberry. Do you know the name? Sure. Very famously uh, crackhead. Played for the Mets. Yep. He uh, played in the MLB from 83 to 99. That crack must have been giving him superpowers hours because he was an amazing baseball player. They were all on amphetamines back then. They had those greenies and all that shit. Let the man play. Yeah. And he, he, uh, he had a serious problem. Though. He had a serious yeah. addiction problem and it, it followed him throughout his career. And one of those addic addictions was sex. And he said that in between innings, he would sneak off to join a party. He was throwing in the clubhouse, have sex with a girl and then run back out. And he says his teammates would cover for him. 
In 2016, he even went on to a sports show called Mad Dog Radio and said that all he had to do was point out a woman in the crowd, a club attendant would go get her and bring her back down for mm, You're going home with a strawberry seed. Can you? Oh, hey. hey, a gross <laughs> high five. Yucky. Um, yeah, and you know what? I got to say, because I'm sure there's so many people out there right now hearing that and thinking, oh my God, that's awesome. That's got to fuck you up, man. Well, that's Especially with somebody with addictions just going, hey, here's whatever you want yep. forever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe that they won the the world. That's the last time they won the World Series. Uh, Don't we, care about that. Okay. Heard that. And it's almost exactly like what I'm describing f- during Week in Review. When you have everything that you want, it's the most hollow thing in the whole entire world. We are know? currently in Week in Review. Shit. <laughs> Uh, last week, I casually blurted out that humans are the most dangerous game. Was I right? I would say yes. That is oh. not correct. Tyler, I have the five animals that have killed the most humans. Okay. Uh, per year. Can I guess? On average. You absolutely may. And I think you're going to get this right. But okay. nonetheless, number five, I'll let you guess on the, the last two. Oh, wow. That, that's tough. I know, I know two of the top three. I'll tell you a Five and four, you guess on. Okay, cool. All right, number five, dogs. Okay, all right. 17,000 fatalities per year. Wow. That's a shitload. That's a lot. Okay, number four. But out of all the dogs out there, that's actually a small number. Oh, not rough at all. Sandflies, Tyler. Sandflies, 24,000 fatalities per year. I've never even heard of that. Transmit a parasitic disease called... Leishmaniasis. Nailed it. Which has a 95% mortality rate. Hey, which, good for you, Leishmaniasis. I mean, Talk about getting the job done. You're an overachiever if I've ever heard of it. This is what happens to you with Leishmaniasis. Give this guy a raise. Oh, wow. That is truly awful. That is quite the deal, isn't it? it it's It looks like, yeah, it's like a bruise and then the blood like surfaces to the top of the, oh. All right. Now, Tyler, now number three. It's like the, it's like the plague. Now, number three, Tyler, what do you, you said you think you know two of them. What, yeah. do, you, what do you think number three is? Oh boy. I'm going to say hippopotami. Uh, good, good guess. Mm. No, mm. no. Snakes, Tyler. 60,000 yeah. fatalities per year. 60,000. Have you ever heard of the Malayan pit viper? No. It has a 2% kill rate, which sounds, isn't so bad. It sounds terrifying. This is what it does to you. Oh. <gasps> Oh, it looks like somebody boiled his arm. Yeah, and you know what it does? Oh. It injects your tissue with venom, which creates necrosis. The tissue dies. dies. And oh. so they have to chop off your arm, your leg, your dick, depending upon how you were going about that petting. Okay, you had me a dick. Um, wow, that's terrible. That is quite incredible, and is it two, not? 2%, but that means how many percentage of people are going around without limbs because of that Just little Just let bastard. me die. Let me die. Bite my face. No, no. Number no, two, no, Tyler. No. Yeah, amputate my head <laughs> before it gets to my heart. <laughs> Save my life. I haven't been I just hate my face. <laughs> Number two, Tyler. Uh-huh. What is it? No, uh, I, oh, that's tough. Um, I'm going to say, uh, I know what number one is. Human, Tyler. Human. Oh, I was going to say sharks. That's Five, not even close. Though. I, that's number 20. It, mm. I, I don't know why I remember that. 580,000 fatalities per year from shootings to car accidents to military actions. Humans, you crazy. Number one, Tyler. Mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. 830,000 fatalities per year. Malaria, which is a beautiful name for a girl if they didn't fuck it up like this, killed 445,000 people in 2016. We're still doing malaria. Fucking poor people, right? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, it's kind of on them. Um, can I just say that that we're sitting here, we're hearing people yelling about conservative and liberal and Muslims and Mexicans. When are we going to stand up to this mosquito threat? Well, I have actually been talking to my daughter, Malaria, about this a lot recently, and I think that we're just going to let it ride. That's not going to come back to bite her in the future. Stupid bitch. <laughs> Ryan, that'll teach her. Ryan, last week I said Olympians are hotter than most people. Was I right? That is not correct. I, I was trying to do some sort of science in my brain, and I'm like, how would that line up? Since there is no way to quantify this, my plan was just to show you some pictures of these Greek gods. But honestly, I... Yeah. You know, I, I wanted to, and let me just say this. I want it to be known that I think I should be judged harshly for even doing this specific week in review. This is it terrible. Is, of it me. is strange that you are going into the annals of history <laughs> and giving our greatest athletes a hot or not test. Can I tell you something? What I just fuck Mary kill. Yeah. What, uh, what I actually did was I just went to the 2016 summer, summer Olympics. I uh -huh. think it was, uh -huh. and just looked through that roster. And yeah. I just came away unimpressed because of my love of pubic hair. I would go to the winter Olympics. <laughs> Tyler, last week we wondered who was the biggest killer in history. Did I look it up? Sure. Who would you assume? I, I think Hitler is something that everybody goes to, but that's not the answer. Do you have a, quickly another? Um, I, I think, I mean, it's unfair. I think there was like a, a Chinese dynasty where they killed multiple, like millions of people. Well, it's like anything else. Where, of course, you have Stalin. You have all these different things. Um, like anything else, because China is basically a, a race from a different time, mm -hmm. literally, because they've been around for a thousand years more before. Uh, if we all came from one place, how could they be around for longer than us? If we all came from the Fertile Crescent. Because they got their time started over there. Uh, I don't know. That's Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Uh, Hey, somebody get back to us on that. We can review. We can review on you guys. Why don't you do some work? And I was thinking, so you have malaria, beautiful name. What about gonorrhea? Don't you think gonorrhea could have been by fired uh, malaria and gonorrhea? That's a line from waiting. Is it? Yep. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Mao Zedong, Tyler, Chinese communist revolutionary killed 45 million people from 1958 to 1962, mostly through starvation. That's a great way to get them. Mm -hmm. Now, there's so much information on that. I don't want to wear you down, but I will just give you a small excerpt of how torturous this person is because I always find, for whatever the reason, that to be the most interesting. Great. I cannot wait to hear all these depressing details. It's just two. A boy stole a handful of grain in a Hunan village. Okay? Oh, he needs to be beheaded right away. They forced his father to bury him alive. <laughs> Holy shit. The father died of grief a few days later. Can you imagine that? Imagine, like, at gun... Tyler. You're nodding in a very strange way, and your erection is quite obvious. <laughs> I had that when I came in here. I'm going to go bury my son. <laughs> That's, uh, so uh, at gunpoint, you would assume this guy is throwing dirt on his son who's looking up at him. When was this? 1958 to 1962, not that long ago. Oh, wow. That's really, that's after World War II. You would think that this would be in like the 1400s I, or something. I thought you were going to tell me this was like year five. I expected Genghis Khan. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, he banged the most people probably. There was a gentleman. Have you ever heard of a little man named Wilt Chamberlain? I've heard of a tall guy named Took Wilt Chamberlain. Took over Turkey in 1602. That was funny, Tyler. Okay, another gentleman. One of his ears was chopped off. His legs were tied with iron wire. A 10 kilogram stone was dropped on his back, and then he was branded with a sizzling tool. 
Punishment for digging up a potato. So they shattered his spine and then branded him. Whose potato is that? Is it yours? I don't think so. Also, just very quickly, did you look up Ultra Crepidarian? No. That is not correct. That was a test that I gave you last week. You failed it. It means expressing opinions on matters outside the scope of one's knowledge or expertise. Oh, wow. Ryan, last week I spoke about junk in Earth's orbit and that we pretty much look like a garbage pile to aliens. Was I right? I, I, about satellites and things that are orbiting Earth. We humans have a serious problem with garbage. How are we ever going to get aliens to come here if we don't tidy up after ourselves? Yeah. I will grant you the need to poison the oceans, but we could totally be losing out on some alien pussy if we don't at least sweep that shit under a nearby planet. Maybe <laughs> maybe Musk can help us out with that. Put it underneath one of Saturn's rings. Sweep it under a rug, man. Does Saturn have more than one rings? Um, I don't know. Tyler. I vaguely hinted at a place in Yellowstone that was a zone of death due to a legislation loophole. Was I wrong? I hope you were right. That is not correct. There is a 50 square mile stretch of Yellowstone National Park called the zone of death, Tyler. <laughs> all right. All right. Now, this is from a Vokes.com article, and this is my last one uh, that I have on Weekend Review. Do you have anything else? I am done. Now. I found this to be incredibly interesting. A 2015 Georgetown professor was just kind of looking up some weird jurisdiction stuff and recognized this situation. I got this from Vokes.com. I'm going to give you a little story to help you understand it, okay? All right. Daniel and Henry are vacationing in Yellowstone. I already hate them. Okay. And now there's a bear that steals their picnic basket. Oh, good for that bear. Does he wear a tie by any chance? They set up camp. Yeah, why would you put on the tie with the collar, but you don't have any shirts? Where'd you get that collar? Wasn't that a fedora that he was wearing, too? He was wearing a green fedora. He's a match. douchebag. Yeah, he was a douchebag. He was like a hipster bear. Yeah. Get some pants, you hippie. Now, Daniel and Harry are vacationing in Yellowstone. They set up a camp in the 50 miles of the park in Idaho. Yellowstone is in Wyoming, but 50 miles of it 50 square miles are in idaho okay okay oh so this is where we find ourselves in a loophole correct mm. now while they're camping in idaho in yellowstone they get into a fight and daniel kills henry okay now instead of hiding the body daniel goes to the police and turns himself in i wanted henry to win well henry's been a piece of shit you know when he gets drinking he's just really hard to i manage. know but when he's sober he's such a nice guy he helped me move the other weekend and that's why he had to die tyler <laughs> at his trial Daniel invokes his Sixth Amendment right to a jury composed of people from the state where the murder was committed and from the federal district where it was committed. Okay, okay. now I know that's some legal jargon. I was going to say, this guy pulled out some like lawyer shit. That's exactly right. Mm. That And that is where this has never actually happened, but it is a legal loophole that has not been overturned. Now, invoking your Sixth Amendment to a jury composed of people who live there is the issue. Nobody lives in the Idaho part of Yellowstone. A jury cannot be formed because there is no jury to be had. Daniel walks free. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I'm sure they would get you, but that is actually, legally speaking, a, 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 a 50 square mile murder loophole. So, By the way, Tyler, would you like to go camping? So I was going to say, so if somebody invites me out there, that is the equivalent of when the owner of an old dog invites him out deep into the woods mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to go to go hunting. No, we're going to go release hunting. Tyler on a big farm and he's going to have plenty of squeaky toys and a lot of room to run around. I don't need that much room. I pretty it's, much just sit there. It's just it's honestly all squeaky toys. <laughs> and that 
is Week in Review. Woo! That was a good Week in Review. Thank you. And we won't talk about that thing that we just talked about that isn't up on the internet anymore, so we had to erase it. Can't wait to put it up on our social media. For a couple days at Sears.com, if you searched in the search bar medicine ball, what would come up, Tyler? It was weights for your balls. It was like these weights, these bald weights that were bald weights hanging from a chain. And on the top of that chain, you would latch them onto your scrotum and they would just hang there. I, I, what could be the purpose for that? The balls are going to sag on their own. Why would you need weights for them? I don't know, Tyler. Who wants saggier balls? Is somebody into saggy balls? Is that a deal? I I mean, of course. If there are people into poop, there have to be people into saggy balls. I hope that those two people never meet. Tyler, let's go ahead and take a break and we'll come right back. Those guys. Leaving my butt out. That's true. We talk a lot about butts and buttholes on this. Well, we're big fans of them. You hate. Wait, okay. That's fine. To all the buttholes that can hear me. (laughs) Big fan. Those guys you before we get back into the show. That rash on your ball? No, I definitely don't want to talk about that. Mm. Tyler, you and I did an interview for the Extraordinary Podcast. We did. Yeah, which was actually a very cool uh, circumstance. It was fun. It was was fun to do. It was, and it'll be coming out soon, and we'll definitely let you guys know so you can hear it. It's an interview with us. Are you kidding me? We're going to promote that more than we promote our own show. We'll never shut up. (laughs) Now, at one point in the interview, for some reason, you became the creative one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so this guy I, gets us. Man. I don't know. I don't know how that all happened. Now, Nathan gets us. It, it left me sitting there contemplating how to address the situation. Do I speak up and say, Nathan, <laughs> you son of a bitch. It is not he. It is I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you, you, you would have gone to old English for some reason. Or do you just let it ride, which is what I did. I just let it ride. Yeah. Well, because it's the truth. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> and I'm really pissed off about it. He is such a great interviewer. He did such a great job. Thank you, Nathan. And Nathan, he just, he gets it. He could see behind the lies and the walls and the defenses that we put up and see the real truth behind it. All. I like you as a person, but I really have to question your interviewing techniques. <laughs> Now, I did have something lined up for today called irrational anger, where something that makes you mad and makes absolutely no sense. Mm -hmm. I was going to do a little, uh, you know, a little sounder for it. I was going to get it all ready. I never wrote down what my irrational anger was. I just outlined the segment. You said you came up with something because you're better at this than I am. What what is your irrational anger? Well, I also had days to think about it. (laughs) I just want to get something out of it because I feel like a, like a, I just want to get something out of it because I feel like an asshole. Not a schmuck. I was gonna. I, I didn't. I was What's gonna wrong with schmuck? I was gonna say schmeckle there. I didn't know what the f I was doing. Schmuck's pretty good. Schmuck's got a good. Feel I feel to like it. a real schmeckle, Tyler. Um, you look like one too. F off. Uh, and and I know I've talked about this um in the past, and if you've been listening to the show, you already know this, but there is something deep inside of me, a a a, a demon, a a evil presence, not that deep, that only is pretty deep, that only comes up that presents itself when I'm losing at video games. Oh. And and I don't know what is down there that is driving this this fire. Yeah. But it wants to burn everything yeah. down around it. Yeah. Uh, because I think... And you've witnessed it. Uh, absolutely. I mean, they, they say that you can tell a lot about somebody by the way they treat their parents or mm-hmm. the way that they treat their kids yeah. or when they've had too much to drink. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. think you just sit behind somebody while they're playing video games and I think you get a real handle on who they are. I don't want to condone that because then I'm just going to look like a real asshole. Raging psychopath. Whenever my kid beats me at a, at a video game we're playing, I'm like, hey, nice shot. 
whenever I beat him, he starts punching shit and slamming his feet. Doesn't he get more angry when you congratulate him? Absolutely. Like, hey, good job. Screw you, it's dad. The, it's the only reason why I do it, yeah, Tyler. Yeah, Honestly, because yeah. I'm as mad as you are. Let's do douche of the week. Right, ladies and gentlemen, this is a segment we've been doing since, I mean, basically the inception, since session zero. This is Douche of the Week, where we tell you somebody's a douche this week. Tyler, mm-hmm. what you got? Ryan, for my Douche of the Week, I am going to call out Austin, Texas, Mayor Steve Adler. Fuck you, Steve. Mr. Adler, great city. Terrible way to run it, my friend. What you got? Mayor Adler posted a video online back in early November. Okay. Simpler times. Warning people of the coronavirus and letting people know that due to CDC guidelines and what health officials are saying, we are going to have to probably lock down and make some tough decisions. Uh Uh-oh. That was easy enough, right? Not bad. Yeah. Sacrifice for the greater good, Ryan. Yes. It was found out that the night before that video was taken, he had been at a 20-person wedding at a hotel for his daughter. Now, let me just say on a personal note, I understand that. I don't agree, but I understand weddings are very special. They're expensive. You, You plan with a bunch of people. At least I understand that. Overrated. That night, or excuse me, I'm just going to brush on by that. <laughs> like like McDonald's barbecue sauce, overrated. Next, yeah, it's all right. Next morning, Mr. Hadler decided to jump on a private jet and fly to Mexico with seven of those people. Man, I have such a problem with this because I know that we're having such a huge issue, but I, I, I don't know the right way to handle it. I do know that being a hypocrite probably isn't the right way. That's all I'm calling yeah, out. Okay. I am not a doctor. Yeah. I don't know what he did was right or wrong. Don't tell people to stay home from a hotel in Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's the deal. Is Lead the, by example. The real problem here is everybody who's pointing their fingers at other people and being like, you son of a bitch, you're putting us all in danger. And yep. you're like, Motherfucker, you're in a pool right now with no clothes on with 40 of your closest friends. And you all are inside one another. A human centipede, no mouth addition. It's all good. Chlorine covers the coronavirus. <laughs> We're fine. We're just shooting chlorine into other people's mouths. Austin, Texas Mayor Steve Adler, you are my douche of the week. More like Steve Asshole, am I right, Tyler? Sure, why not? All right, for my Douche of the Week, I try not to be as... We we do Douche of the Week differently, you and I. Yeah. I try not to be as specific. You're vague. Right, You're right. vague I'm about your Douche of the Weeks. to a group of people. I'm not talking to one specific guy. I like to be intimate and kill off one person. Right. You like to kill off swaths of people. Well, I like to think of... Not just me. I like to think of other people. So this, this week, for Douche of the Week, I have the victim's family. Okay? I Listen. I get it. You've been through some shit. Okay. But at this point, your loved one is dead. Uh, you know, the car can't be salvaged. You know, your, your teenager has been burnt to the ground. You're being petty. Okay. Stop trying to drag everybody down with you. Okay. Uh, uh, to, to err as human, to forgive as divine. Stop being such a little bitch. Victims, families. You're my douche of the week. Tyler, you got a look on your face. Did you, just, did you just say your teenager burned to the ground and also to forgive is divine and then call people names? Well, I think that everybody, victims, families, you need to forgive. And the fact that you can't, I can't forgive that. 
Does uh, that make sense? Like, I just can't get over it. It's it's impossible in these day and age, in this day and age, to be original. I think that might be the first time that take has ever been said. I understand this is a hot take, a and, very and, hot and take. And we're beyond douche of the week. I've already played the music. We're out of it. But I'm just think back on any true crime. Think back on anything that you've ever seen. Have you ever seen a victim's family with a smile on their face? Have you ever seen them like, oh, you know, life is hard, but we're getting through it. They're always the same. They're always the same. And it's just such a worn out trope. I'm, I'm over it. So what you're saying is, is that when you see victims, families, and when you see them, it's usually on a show, a program, when they're talking about it, they are reliving. Or these, after the carnage that I've just inflicted. Absolutely. They are reliving these horrible emotions just to share with the world their experience. And your reaction is, hey, toughen up and smile more. Well, it's actually more of a, Way, look at me. Look at my problems. My teenager burned to the ground. Oh, look, at, look at this corpse. Anyway, let's move on, Tyler. I, it just, it frustrates me. It frustrates me. What's, uh, don't you have a segment or whatever? I do. Thank God. Thank God. Ryan, I would just like it to be known to our international audience that the humor surrounding this segment may not land with you depending on where you live. Different, should, those di people should probably move, I would assume. Different cultures and whatnot. Yeah, but don't come here. For those that are new to this segment, I've picked a topic, something I believe most of us look at and ask, what the fuck? What the fuck? And we're going to break down that topic into three parts. This week's topic, people who can somehow remain completely unaware while out in public. Wow, that's a lot of people. So many people. First and foremost, let me just say, I don't want to sound like I'm passing judgment on those who simply forget. I've done it countless times. Ryan, you yourself can speak to the numerous amounts of times you've had to lean in and whisper, Tyler, do you know that you're shouting right now? Yeah. You get caught up in the atmosphere, you get excited, and your volume goes up, a few more drinks, and all of a sudden you have the gesticulations of a drunk mime. You start telling yourself conspiracy theories about yourself and you react to it. Save that shit for your gay segment, okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. That was ruder than I meant it to be. Well, that's just how you live your life. Segment's gay. You made me lose my spot. I don't care. Listen, at the end of the day, what I'm saying is everyone makes mistakes. And I think it's important that we show others love and compassion. Right, Ryan? Uh, yeah, I, I actually do agree with that. Now, let's eviscerate these motherfuckers. Get him, Tyler! Secondly, Ryan, the delicious meat of this segment and something you and I talk about all the time, people not realizing or not caring that they're out in public. Okay. Whether it be somebody blaring noise from their phone at a bar or loudly chewing with their mouth open, kill yourselves. <laughs> not here though. I'm it, eating. It seems like the world will never be rid of this scourge, this, this blight amongst humanity. What are your thoughts so far, Ryan? Uh, I think that I agree. I wish that people could be a little bit more aware. It would make life better for everyone. Okay. All right. See now for this, what the fuck I'm going to need you to be on my level. Step okay. It up. So I'm going to need not in it, not in your intensity, just the consequences that these, these heathens, these, these, these blasphemers deserve. Uh, I think that we need to enact a Judge Dredd style of Judiciary justice. Now you're talking. And I read you your rights, and then I shoot you between your eyes. We should make it Judge Judy. We can give her like a mechanical suit and everything. She could go out and just lay down the law. I don't think her cardio is up for it, Tyler. Yeah, the suit will do all the work. <laughs> She's going to have to eat that yogurt in the middle that makes her regular. I need my fiber. You're dead. <laughs> but if you'll give me just a moment, I'm about to finish this crocheting. And lastly, Ryan, 
You know all that stuff I said about treating people with love and compassion a few moments ago? That bullshit? I need you to suspend those feelings for a moment because we're going to talk about some real sickos. Give it to me, daddy. Two. That's data to you. <laughs> Two people who clearly want to watch the world burn. And I'm going to speak to them directly. I know they won't hear this anyway, unless animals have figured out how to listen to podcasts. Echolocation. Two, you sick fucks, you Neanderthals, with the social awareness of a toddler, just know that I hope you go straight to hell. To the lady getting some exercise in the morning. Firstly, good for you. I disagree. Second, when you're discussing your UTI, maybe whisper it instead of exclaiming it to the fucking neighborhood. But Tyler, how do you get the cranberries in there? And lastly, <laughs> if this is you helping, stop helping. I'm a doctor! <laughs> and finally, let's talk about the true evil within our own borders, Ryan. Mexicans. I'm, I'm speaking, that's been done already. I'm speaking, of course, of the incredibly old lady who every single morning sits on the public bench opposite my balcony yeah. and proceeds to clear her nose by blowing snot rockets all over the public bench she's sitting on. Your time is coming, ma'am. Is that I true? Hope, I hope you've made peace with your God. Is this that lady who lives across the street who kind of looks like Popeye? Yes, and just walks around all day. I thought she was really sweet. She's very sweet. She's also disgusting. She's like uh, the Kennedy Space Center for snot rockets. I don't care what culture you're from. That cannot be okay. That is like, uh, that is like, hey, how are you this morning? Where she comes from, Tyler? And that is what the fuck. <laughs> Ding me. Consider yourself ding, Tyler. Holy shit. Just be more aware, people. Really good. Really Thank good. You. I enjoyed Thank that. You. I enjoyed that. I, I love a what the fuck. I, I can't help but notice that you didn't say what the fuck. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Ryan, what the fuck? Yeah, perfect well, timing. And, but you know what? You know what? The what the fucks are always you explaining to me. Like, hey, give me an idea of why this is. This what the fuck was just me on a war path. I didn't need your opinion. I just wanted to call these sickos out. Okay, it sounds like a totally different segment. PSA for your ASS, Ryan. Tyler! Ryan, what the fuck with my anger? We got... I've been asking myself <laughs> that for 30 years. I'm 32. The first two were nice. Oh, nice. Tyler, you and I, and I don't even have anything written down for this, this week had a huge accomplishment. We put our first advertisement on the website. We did? Yeah. So just letting you guys know, and we're not going to be pumping you for money. We will be pumping you, though. Uh, we're going to be trying to line this up so that we can turn this into our friggin' stay home career. Mm -hmm. We're going to be pushing. And if you guys want to support us, those guys, you hate.com that can get you anywhere that you need to know. That's the, those guys, you hate hub, get over there, check it out and support us. If you like what we're doing, if you want to see two brothers, you know, get gay with it, go over there, help us out. We're going to try to figure out things that we can set up for you that you may be buying anyway, that if you go through us, It'll just help us out, help us bring you more content and be more readily available. You have anything you want to layer on top of that, Tyler? No, no. I'm against materialism in all its forms, and I think you're just playing with the devil. I'll slap your face. Tyler, monoliths, am I right? Yeah. What's yeah. up with that? What do you think? that For yeah, everybody just, who doesn't know, it's these monoliths, which are like what? Like a triangle-shaped statue? Yeah, monolith is just a, yeah, it's just a statue of any kind. Could be a pillar or a... Or a it, the one that they found out in Utah was just three-sided metal sheeting. That's called a triangle. And uh, is a monolith, a monolith can be any shape? 
I don't know. That's we can review. We, we can, can review. So you think this is just some sort of a publicity stunt? Well, I think the first one was an artist. Well, I think they confirmed that it was an artist that put it out in Utah, out in the Utah desert. And then uh, there's one out I think was found in Romania. I think that the other ones you're finding overseas are copycats. Obviously. You think so? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I, that's what I believe. I would like to know how identical they are. And also there was one, I think, in like California or something yeah. that was ripped down by like three MAGA hat wearing uh, teens. Why? For Jesus, Tyler. For what? Jesus, because... Why would Jesus be against monoliths? Uh, because aliens aren't in the Bible or some... I, I, dude, I don't freaking know, bro. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on with those they freaking They got all kids. that stuff and they don't have aliens? That's right. That's right. God only had enough power for one race, Tyler. Was <laughs> and, it was, and it was America. <laughs> we had everybody else just got the runoffs. Yeah, beat it. Except India. We love India. Oh. Oh, big oh, fans We call India. that new America. We <laughs> Crystal clear America. You <laughs> You really pinned us into a really unwinnable point here. Try new <laughs> India. All right, Tyler, I'm going to do my segment, okay? This is a brand new one, all right? And it's just something I did as a whim. This is called Urban Mistake. Okay. Now, Tyler, this is where I got this idea from, the rule of thumb. You and I have talked about this very often. What is the rule of thumb? Well, it was said that the rule of thumb is that you are allowed to beat your wife with any stick no bigger than than your thumb. Well, and and they say that that happened a long time ago and it and it morphed into a what do they call that? Uh an idiom. An idiom, I yes. guess. I don't I'm not sure if idioms right. We, but we, we can review them because right. I'm almost I'm almost positive that that is not actually factual. What? That that fact of rule of thumb is not factual. The Baltimore Sun found no clear evidence that the domestic abuse story was true. They actually suggested that the phrase could have come from the brewer's practice of using their thumb to test the temperature of beer. Okay. Okay. That whole idea from the Baltimore Sun, I obviously didn't do any of this research on my on my own. Mm -hmm. They said that it that the rule of thumb, um, they said that the rule of thumb domestic abuse story was started by feminists in the 70s. You hairy armpitted bitches. Just setting us back hundreds of years, ladies. Now, I have two urban myths Just that in general. are rooted in truth. Okay. And I wanted to bring them to you. Have you ever heard the urban myth? I think everybody's heard this one. The second one is a bit more niche. The urban myth of finding a rat in the toilet. Uh, No, I don't know that one. I always heard the urban myth of somebody finding a rat in their monster energy drink. Oh, and, and the drink had like, like hearing it like clank around or something. No, no. Like it was a dead rat. And by the time they realized it was fake because by the time that they would have gotten to it, it would have dissolved in that, in that liquid. Wow. That tells you a little something about what you're putting in your body. Mm -hmm. This is actually a true one. And, and this one isn't very hard to believe. Drain plumbing for toilets is typically like three inches in diameter. That's way more than enough space for Huge. rats. And they're attracted to sewage lines because of the undigested food in poop, Tyler. I don't hey, know if you know I've that. Got something in common with rats. <laughs> what? Your tail? In Virginia in 1999, one rat bit a female victim's ass, Tyler. Okay. All How right. about that? All right. And rats are into ass play. Another thing that we have in common. Everybody knew it. In Seattle, the issue is common enough that public officials have given advice on what you do in case you encounter one. But biting by rats is so common there that they have to, dude, at that point, move, leave. Uh, would that be a deal breaker for you? But biting by a rat? I mean, you don't have to sit down on it. You just have to check for it before you sit down. Uh, 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 compared to what? You shut, you shut the lid and you flush. That's all you do. Then you uh, poop, 
poop to all your heart's desire. Do I have the ability to move? Because then, yes, I'm moving. In this in this situation, Tyler, you're a quadriplegic. <laughs> Jeez. All right, then just give me the rats. Let them feast on my body. I'm not wiping your butt. I'll tell you that right now. And finally, Tyler, how about this one? Have you ever heard of this one? Have you heard about the leaping lawyer? No. Have you heard about a Toronto lawyer who had a fondness for running as fast as he could into his office windows to demonstrate how strong they were? Yes, I have heard, this I've heard story. that. I've heard that too. As a matter of fact, uh, my son's grandfather on the other side, otherwise I just call him dad. Uh, he works in a glass business and I've seen him many times take his pieces of glass and stand on them just as like, look how strong this glass is. That's how you get a shard of glass up your front. A shard of glass? Shard of glass. And so what happened? Did he finally, uh, the windows, one of the windows budged? So in this urban myth, he crashed in the window and on this time he went sailing to his death. This is true. I, I was going to say, if you run into a window, even if it's resistant to breaking, you do it enough times with the weight of a human man. Why would you do that? Performance art is risky, Ryan. Why would you do that? Selling like, his brain. What's going on in your life that this is a necessity? He's a lawyer. Come on. A little low-hanging fruit, Tyler. <laughs> hey, what about those lawyers, huh? Enter Gary Hoy, a senior partner in an area law firm with an office on the 24th floor. Mm, good view. Okay, now July 9th, 1993, he did his whole window deal to impress some visiting law students. Oh, what are you doing? The window technology in 93 was not up to snuff compared they, to the way it is today. They just didn't know, Tyler. Oh, boy. They just didn't know that the, the internet was right around the corner. This is how we learn. I mean, sounds like it was a real pain. Shot through the window, fell to the ground, died on his face in his eulogy. Closed casket. One of the managing partners of the firm called him one of the best and brightest. Yeah. And you know what? It's very easy to look at that and say, well, yeah, one of the best and brightest. He's obviously an idiot. It's very easy to trick yourself into believing certain things are okay. You know, if he's thinking like, hey, this is this sells him every time. It's like when we used to wait tables or bartend, we always had a joke that we would line up because what are you trying to sell me? What is it you're selling me? Are, do you work for a window company? That's is a, there a hurricane coming? That's a very good question. I think you're just a fucking coke. That's actually possible. And here's the problem. Mm -hmm. Much like autoerotic asphyxiation, if you die this way, no one will ever remember anything else about you, man. Yeah. Seriously. Well, and that he was a lawyer. Two things. All right. That you don't want to be a fucking lawyer humor. I was being serious. Take Thank my wife, you very please. Much. And that, Tyler, is an urban mistake. It's pretty cool. Thank I like you, that. buddy. I appreciate it. I like it. looking into more uh, like urban myths and whatnot. That stuff is all over the place. It is so easy to find. People are interested in it. We've all been talking about it. It's cool to find out what's actually true. How much nostalgia did you get? Like rereading re stories that you heard as a kid. Did any of them like strike you? And you're like, oh my God, I used to hear about that all the time. Well, like that leaping lawyer, it hit me in a, in another, in a place where I'm like, dude, why am I remembering this? Yeah. Or like that thing of like somebody going and sleeping in a bed at a hotel and then finding out that there's a dead body underneath the bed. Oh yeah. Urban, uh, urban myth. Does it count if you put the dead body there first? Well, only if you pretend like you're surprised. All right. Um, that happens all the friggin' time, Tyler. Oh, yeah. That happens yeah, yeah. all... If you get a hotel without a dead body under the bed, you call the front office, they'll bring one in for you. I asked for an extra dead yeah. body. There are zero. This is not a black prostitute. At least a brown one. <laughs> I asked for a black one.
And that's whatever it is I'm doing. Yeah, Tyler. yeah whatever that is. You got anything else, buddy? I, I can't believe you didn't fight me over McDonald's barbecue sauce. That was a, a, sh- a audacious claim to make, and you just rolled by, right through it. No, I, I think Wendy's has the best bar- barbecue sauce. A little too tangy McDonald's barbecue. Yeah, a little bit too much. Yep. And their chicken nuggets are crispy as hell. Give me a give me a crispy chicken nugget, but but also something that I can bite through. Okay, I'll look into that. Tyler, what's the moral of the story? Um, And you know, we never did the wing off from session zero either. We got to do that. Uh, The moral of the story is be aware in public. Be aware in public. And one day when I'm president, I'm going to introduce a law that says that if people are doing certain things out in public that they shouldn't be doing, you're allowed to punch them. I like that. Yeah. Judge Dredd, uh, a watered down version. But everybody's Judge Dredd. You give everybody the power of Judge Dredd. I don't want people doing it to me, though. The problem will figure itself out. We, right. we won't be amongst the plebeians. It'll I, be fine. I can't foresee any problems coming out of that. Yeah, it'll be fine. Ryan, what is the moral of the story? Victims, families, I'm not going to tell you again. Knock that shit off. If you don't want your families to become another victim's family, cut it out. We don't need your belly aching. We've all got our own problems. And I don't want to say too much on it because I feel like it's making me come off poorly. But victims, families, fuck you. Holy shit. Well, nailed the dismount. Um, well, I really committed to my character. That was really good. Let me just say, oh. let me just say to those out there before we're pulled off. Uh, John off, Benet Ramsey's off, family. Off of, off. All right. Well, I mean, I guess that's not too soon. The that Menendez was, sisters. Do they have sisters? Oh, they should get some. Let me just say, if you want to uh, see uh, more craziness, please go to in- our Instagram. Those guys underscore you hate. Uh, Check give, us out on YouTube if you want to see us getting wacky with it. Give us a, a like on all of those things. Subscribe on every screen. And if you can't find us anywhere, go to thoseguysyouhate.com. And if you have any ideas for this advertising, if there's something that that we that you think would really help us, something that we could target, uh, because, of course, we don't want to turn into this marketing machine. What we want is for this to be our job. Yeah. We want for this to stop being a hobby. We love this, and we're trying to do everything that we can. And we want for you to be partners in this, too. We love you guys so friggin' much. Much the way that Joel Osteen's uh, fans, or his, 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 his sermon, is for the people. Sure. We want you to do that as well. We want the poor people to send us money. We're not going to con you or anything like that. But if there's some sort of natural disaster, you guys cannot come and sleep in our Fuck giant you. arena. Yeah, get out of here. Mm-hmm. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we will kill you. Red circle. Red circle. So he's just sitting there looking me dead in my face like, you dumb idiot. You forgot what the segment was about. It was just this bright, shining outline to a segment yeah. with no meat inside. It was just... Too you, you only got the potatoes. No wax, meat. Waxed up pieces of bread. Oh, that's my favorite piece. Tyler, <clears throat> I got to tell you something. You're gay too? 
I'm more gay than you can ever imagine. <laughs> um, My gay powers dwarf yours. I don't care if you end world hunger. I don't care if you cure cancer. Weird way to start. If you die while committing autoerotic asphyxiation, you will never be known for anything else. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, I, like, well, I think if you achieve those one of those other two things, I think those are great enough that they will be uh, uh, meshed together. Kind of like when you talk about what's his name who shoved a gerbil up his ass. It's like, hey, man, that guy was an actor for years. You know, he put a gerbil up his ass, right? Richard, Richard Gere. Gear. Yeah. Yep. Sh shifting gears. Uh, our... Well, I won't even. Well, I, I guess this has nothing to do with him. Our stepfather actually met a man who said that he was in the hospital when he came to have his uh, rodent extermination. I mean, that just to everybody else, that sounds like I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. I And I understand that. But this guy says that he was literally there when it happened. I mean, guy sounds like a liar. And he also owned a pet store, Tyler. <laughs> so I don't give a bleep what you do when I say David Carradine. Do you think of anything other than autoerotic asphyxiation? No, I just think as that's one cool guy. <laughs> I don't care how long you were on Kung Fu the series. You are the belt around your neck wiener guy now. Okay, David Carradine. I mean, look, I man. I feel bad for him, bro. Why? How do you think you end up there? Do you think it's just that standard, uh, you know, you keep getting everything that you want, so you just got to keep pushing the boundaries kind or, of a situation? Or, or he just, like like any of us, you know, if you if you build up uh, those, if you keep getting what you what you want, like you said, you and you keep building up those things, maybe it was just in him. Maybe he just took it one step too far, but that belt around the neck was in him the whole time. It, I mean, it's un, it literally was in him. Yeah. It's, it sunk in there afterwards. But what I'm asking you is, do you think that people who are working at Walmart that are grinding every single day to put dinner on the table that night are less likely to die from autoerotic asphyxiation? Uh, yes, because they, I do too. they don't have time to That's put the belt saying. around the neck. Yeah, they, they're doing the grind. They're plowing the fields. That's right. And this guy's over here plowing his wang. That's right. I was trying to think of something that rhymed with fields and I had nothing. Hanging him. his wang. Uh, plowing his... Uh, fuck. But I mean, we can review. Hey, you know what? God bless those people who risk their own lives to, to get come. off. Yeah. They're, they're, they're taking it upon themselves. Yeah. It's their body. They're saying, I want to do this. <laughs> Good for them, man. It signifies a serious issue inside of you. Why? Because... It's some would argue it's not natural, seeing as the way that it killed him. And some other sides would argue that water kills people, and it's that's the most unnatural. <laughs> it's un, it's a, it's, a, it's as unnatural as breast. What's eating. that number? Do, what's that number doing there with those two letters? Get I'm the hell out of here. I'm just saying, poor people unite. We got to take these fucking. We got to take these belts away from all these rich people. Or maybe you should tell uh, poor people to stop being such prudes. You know what? Factor a little autoerotic asphyxiation time into your Walmart schedule. Maybe you wouldn't be so poor. That greeter is like bright blue, and I'm a little worried, and he's shooting ropes all over the place. All right. You ready to go? Yeah. Here. Hold on. <laughs> 